Signal City, a beacon for the young and superpowered. A community where citizens of a new generation find themselves in all the masks they wear. Will they learn to thrive or to threaten? What kind of world will they fight for? Find out as we follow the heroics and teenage struggle of... Shrike, the Janus, and I wear plenty of masks. I'm Blue Streak, not Grimoire, because today I'm earning my stripes. We welcome you to Reroll Play. It is a beautiful Saturday morning, and our first panel is going to be on Anais. Anais, what are you doing this lovely Saturday morning? Lovely Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Beautiful weather. Yep. Sun is shining. <laughs> sure is. Staying inside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I think there there's a panel of Anais uh, looking out the window with this with this smile, kind of kind of vacant smile on her face, uh, appreciating the the beautiful scenery. If you could have music in a comic book, it'd, it'd be doing that. Good. Uh, and then she looks down, sees the glare off her her laptop, and just without even looking back to the window, slides the curtain shut. <laughs> This little cave goblin. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's going to just sort of, like, sitting on her bed, crouch low over her laptop, and you get the, like, tekita, tekita, tekita. Awesome. As we... she's typing something. Yeah, we have a close-up panel of the screen. What is she typing? Uh, it's it's one of those things where the, the actual, like, text of it is sort of just, like, scribbles. Yeah. But the, the header is is very unmistakably uh, her, her Blue Streak blog. Cool. So, um... She's been typing for a few panels now, and suddenly we see, like, the little action lines next to her phone as her phone is buzzing on her desk. Mm-hmm. The little zigzags. Yeah. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Uh, she's going to, like, quick look between her phone and her computer, almost as if reminding herself that anything other than her computer exists, <laughs> uh, and is then going to uh, look at her phone to see what's up. It's Curie. You get that panel of like, huh, expression, and then, uh, hey, Carrie, what's up? Hey, uh, I had something that I thought you or maybe not you could take a look at. Uh, okay. I thought this would be a good opportunity to get some, let's say, an inside look. All right, what do you got? So Lady Liberty's doing a um, orientation session today for the junior torchbearers. So, you know, elementary school kids that were going to uh, impression at a young age. Um, anyways, I thought there'd be lots of personalities there that would be good to interview for the newspaper. Well, we have been meaning to feature the torchbearers. Yeah, and if you... Uh, I have two invitations I can give you, uh, so feel free to bring a friend. Oh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll see who's around. Awesome. Uh, anyways, I'll drop up by your house in three... Two. Oh, oh, uh, I'll, I'll be right down. <laughs> All of a sudden you see an envelope that just gets slid under the window, which I'm pretty sure you hadn't cracked open, but it's, it's open a little bit. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, Anais is going to sort of, you, you get the panel of like from high above of Anais leaning out the window with the envelope in hand going, thanks. <laughs> 
Wonderful. So, Clara, what are you up to this beautiful Saturday morning? Hello. The sun is shining. Um, It is a lovely Saturday morning. Birds are singing, sun is shining, and Clara is... I think Clara is is out in all but the ways that she wants to be. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I, I'm going to say she's at work because we never, ever actually have her be at work. And this seems like a perfectly good time for her to be interrupted in trying to do her job. Good. Oh, man. Yeah, you get that, like, beautiful, like, again, like, the beautiful pan of, of the, like, sunny Signal City. Mm-hmm. And then it pulls back a little and it's through the, the window of the coffee shop. It's just sitting there, like, yep. cheek on hand. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I rolled a seven on my mundane move, so I'm going to say that my, my job has been biting me in the butt and... I, I had to come in on this beautiful Saturday morning. Yeah, you had to come in at five, actually. Oh, uh, you opening. got a call. Yeah, n- n- you weren't opening, but um, you got a call at 4.30 in the morning, and um, <laughs> the new guy called out sick, um, so they needed you to cover. What's the new guy's name? I just want to talk. Uh, Jared. <laughs> Jared. Jared. Curse you, Jared. That's a a name that's easy to say. Apologies to any Jareds in our audience. (laughs) That's a name that's really easy to say with venom. Yeah. Jared. You can't say, like, Steve. Not with that attitude. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) You chose that name specifically, huh? I did it again. I did it again. Every time I need a default, usually slightly negatively connotated, like, generic (laughs) male name... It is always, always Clara's dead name. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. So so, so you're in the coffee shop. Clearly every patron has been going, oh, have you gotten a chance to enjoy the weather? Clara has been restraining herself from just hissing at one of them. (laughs) Yeah, there's currently um, a mom um, with... And she's arguing with you or or more uh, talking to you about why her double extra skinny macchiato uh, wasn't prepared right. It was supposed to be double extra skinny caramel macchiato. Oh. And meanwhile, she has two noisy children that are running around hitting each other with the uh, newspapers that you have out. I think I just developed a twitch in my right eye. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm sorry, players, and I'm extra sorry to my audience that I'm scarring all of you every time I go into, like, mundane working life. Every every one of us who has been to high school or worked a service or retail job just listens to this podcast, and occasionally their soul shrivels into a raisin. Mm -hmm. I think that means we're doing our jobs well. Yeah. Yeah. Could you you put those down? Those are the... Those are the those are the storefront copies. Oh, oh, and and there goes the classifieds. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Claire's not having a great time with this. Should I roll something? Um, yeah. How about roll to manage stress? <laughs> but I'm not even at school. You're not, but I feel like it works here. <laughs> That's a seven. That's okay. a seven. Okay. Seven. On a seven. All right. On a seven tonight, I'm struggling. I can be isolated, pressured, or overwhelmed. I'm going to say I'm pressured by this lady. Yeah. Yeah. She. I mean, really, how hard is it to prepare a drink? Gosh, there's only four people and five people in line right now that you're waiting on. Dear readers, I wish that the the fixed grimace grin on my face could somehow transmit through audio. I, I, I might actually classify that as a rictus. Oh, it's a rictus. You're right. Um, 
surprising. Actually, hold on. No, I, I'm I, I'm forgetting that I'm I'm not pitching her voice up for this. Uh, surprisingly difficult, actually, given that uh, that's not a, a real drink. But um, I, I I can I can make that again if you'd like. I I will do my very best. Uh, so I'm I'm being pressured. Say why? That's mm-hmm. why. And the GM will shift my labels accordingly. Awesome. You can't shift my danger. Let's see. I'm gonna shift your mundane up. And your superior down. This woman is definitely talking down to you. Yeah. She's busting chops. Oh, yeah. my chops. My chops are so busted. All my chops. Why, ma'am? <laughs> Please, ma'am, stop. Those are my chops. <laughs> About this point, Sylvia's going to come in from the back room. She had been writing up the schedule for the following week. And it looks like Jared's going to be clopening a few times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it, Jared. Anyway, she... sorry for the absolutely disgusting sound I just made. <laughs> She's gonna take the, um, the the new the fresh cup out of your hand that you had just written. Uh, I think it has to be Karen as the name. <laughs> oh. and... Could be like Vivian or Karen. or it's Karen. It's Karen. <laughs> it, it, uh... her, her, this woman's name was not Karen, and then that's. J- Clary didn't care. <laughs> it's what it is now. Clary is beyond the point of caring that her name was actually Susan. It's Karen now. You anyway. take the coffee cup and you enjoy it. <laughs> Sylvia's going to arch an eyebrow and kind of nudge you toward the register and work on preparing the drink as well as she can. It's not a real drink. No. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's, it's around 11 o'clock at this point. How's the uh-huh. rest of your shift go? Um, I'm going to say not terribly. Mm-hmm. It was a seven, not, not like a six. So yeah. I, I'm going to say not horribly. Like th- they clear that line and then it's kind of the, it's the middle of a nice spring. It's spring, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's the middle of a nice spring day. So it's not like actually crowded. Like it would be in the winter when everyone wants to be somewhere warm and with coffee yeah. or like the summer where everyone wants an ice drink to carry around. It's just kind of. It's just a chill day where people are kind of enjoying the first bits of spring. They don't really want to go inside for something. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people outside. Like, um, I, I, cruelly, right across the street from the Moon and Stars coffee shop, there's a park, and you see all these. There, there's people <sighs> with picnic baskets. There's a few people playing ultimate frisbee. Uh, there's a kid flying a kite because there's always a kid flying a kite in a park and. In, in these visuals. There's not even wind today. How is that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Signal City. He's probably super powered. That's fair. Uh, and about this time, um, Anais, how are you? Who are you going to invite to go with you? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. There's only one person you can invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think we get a, uh, a, a panel of like... Ani's kind of doing that, like, head head back, like, hand on chin, thought bubble up. Mm-hmm. And you see, uh, like, a, a, like, thought bubble, like, partition of uh, Betsy with, like, horrible bags under her <laughs> eyes. Uh, probably has been playing Starlet Wings for 18 hours straight. Oh, uh, it was 17, but good call. With, with, her, with her new friend from an island, across, uh, island out in the bay. Yeah. Um, They've been doing piracy. It's great. Oh, good. <laughs> and then, uh, like, second partition of Layla literally just, like, sitting on her bed with giant headphones on. Uh, with, like, you get the, like, music blasting lines from the headphones and just the, the little word bubble of, can't hear you, Z. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, she kind of like shakes her head to clear that out. And you get um, like the the last panel of like eerily accurate to Clara, like suffering in the coffee shop, and just the like ding 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 check mark. <laughs> Clara, who looks like she would rather be literally anywhere else than than this right now. I'm yeah. gonna say that the cartoonist, um, the illustrator, um, took the exact pose that Clara was in. <laughs> in this like thought bubble image in the next on the next page because they um they were really good about having on the bo- the bottom right page on the mm-hmm. next page uh the top panel is that exact same pose of Clara <laughs> like leaning and yeah. uh, with like one eye cl- closed with like the uh, the anime twitch lines yeah you even get the like the Karen standing there except she's also had like devil horns <laughs> and, a, and a forked tongue scribbled <laughs> on uh-huh, in red uh-huh. Um, Claire, who looks like she would much rather be sneaking around and doing questionable superhero political activities than yeah. than this shit. So uh, Anais is going to dial uh, dial like it's going to get the panel of her dialing on her cell phone a moment later. The uh, the the moon and stars uh, phone is going to ring. Oh, okay. I think I think that Clara is actually like. Like chin on hand, directly <laughs> next to the phone. Like her, her head's like six inches from the phone. So when it, so when it rings, she definitely wasn't falling asleep and, <laughs> and, and basically jumps out of her shoes at, <laughs> at this. Uh, takes a couple rings to collect herself and and picks it up. Moon and Stars Coffee Shop. This is Stephen. Oh, uh, do you do to go orders? Only if it's matcha. <laughs> well, could I get? A uh, medium matcha ice latte and also my friend Clara to go. You know what? I think I can fit both of those into one little cardboard carrier tray. So, yes. <laughs> I've got some interesting stuff. Sounds like some torchbearer stuff to work out. Tell me when we are in the same place. I'll come to you and we can get going. Yes. And don't worry. I, I, I will be making you the matcha. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> And then I think we get, like, after, as Anais uh, hangs up, you've got this, like, kind of carefree grin on her face as she as she goes to her closet where there's a, a familiar Anais Koski investigative journalist uh, Argyle newsy cap hanging on a hook in the back of the closet. And she reaches for it and actually, like, looks down and something catches her eye. And you get, like, a, a one of those, like, long, like, the tall panel of her looking down, and you've got sort of, like, the, the beam of sunlight falling across the, like, dust, dust mites in the air. Um, as she looks down at a, a duffel bag that is, has clearly seen some disuse, and uh, inside the duffel bag you can just see, like, the glint off of uh, a pair of goggles, uh, what looks like a respirator, and something with blue pinstripes. And she's going to hesitate... And the next panel you get is uh, her leaving her bedroom, and you can see that the newsy cap is still on its hook. And uh, she's got a duffel bag slung over one shoulder. Okay. Is Anais still in her mundane clothes? Uh, I, I think not uh, Not after she leaves the house. Okay. And we'll, we'll describe what that looks like when she gets to Clara. All right. So where are you two going to meet up? Are you going to meet up in that park across from the moon and stars? That works for me. Yeah, same. I feel like Claire's kind of loitering outside the moon and stars. There's a bench out there uh, just kind of waiting for waiting for Anais to turn up and then across the street sees 
Um, I, I think it's not even across the street, just like turn, turns up next to, uh, next to Clara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anise very much has that small girl ability to just show up. Oh, <laughs> how do you do? Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, and what she's wearing is something, an outfit that specifically Clara would be familiar mm-hmm. with and that she hasn't seen in a long time. Um, She's got a, uh, she's got, like, the respirator and goggles on, and the goggles are, are like, polarized and obscure her eyes. Uh, she's got a, a hoodie that's been pulled up, and the, the drawstrings on the hood have been drawn tight enough that you can't really see, like, her hair or anything either. Uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit bulky on her, um, to just sort of obscure her form in general, uh, like, big, like, bulky gloves. Not quite mittens, but, like, you know, big bulky gloves. Uh, like, full-length heavy work pants and uh, and some work boots. Um, this it's is... Definitely not on A's as normal style. No, this is, in fact, her Blue Streak outfit. Um, today, instead of playing Grimoire, I will be uh, playing a the, the costume change of Blue Streak. Um... This comes with a few new moves that are uh, pulled from other playbooks and lightly parodied. Uh, what the heck hero comes from the soldier. Uh, Take it from me and Ice Cold both come from the star. And we'll we'll see those moves in action. Um, we've also taken the audience mechanic from the star. And uh, one one little element of the doomed... Uh, we will be running with uh, a, a recognition track uh, under the header "No Face Reveals." Uh, Anise has gone through great lengths to keep her blue streak, uh, blue streak persona anonymous, but given that she's, you know, grimoire, that might prove a little difficult. Uh, anytime she uses sorcery while in the blue streak costume, she will be marking her recognition track, and as the recognition track fills. Uh, there will be consequences, and I'm sure we'll see them. I'm very excited. Very excited. So I think I think that when, well, Blue Streak turns up, <laughs> I don't think Clara was expecting that at all. And I haven't seen this outfit in a few months, so so it's it's sort of the the the, the surprise. The, the surprise is not only to to suddenly have an Anais here, but also to be looking down into the the, the masked respirator goggled face. Just the, oh. Oh, it's um, it's one of those. And the the voice that comes out uh, actually is going through a voice modulator because she is really trying hard not to get uh, linked to Blue Streak. But yeah, from what I hear, there's the torchbearers are doing some stuff with younger capes. I think it's time we get a look at what they're doing and make sure it's not just trying to indoctrinate a new generation of stars. Yeah, okay, so I should go get mine then too, yeah? Uh, and I think Anais is just gonna just gonna hold out a, a strike pack. Did you Does Betsy know you have that? Nah, I don't know. I'm gonna say that's a no then. Cool. Betsy knows now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut to a panel of uh B- Betsy gets up, uh goes into the bathroom, comes out of the bathroom, uh looks over uh, across from her bed, she has like a, a bag ready with uh, a backup of everyone's outfit, and the Shrike Aww. one is uh, suspiciously missing. <laughs> we just get like dotted outline yeah. as she looks, <laughs> and like a note in its in its place. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, she ta- she takes the note off the wall, looks at it, and you don't even see the note. You just see Betsy's uh, face looking very tired with the bags under her eyes, very suspiciously like Anais's journalist. Uh, <laughs> and she just says, well done. <laughs> All right, so cutting back. Um, Clara, I think you had a drink for Anais. Yes. Anais, how are you going to drink this drink? I'm just going to, like, hold the respirator out. Oh, okay. Clara's kind of reaching out, kind of bumps it against the respirator. <laughs> uh, I'll just I'll just leave this with you. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah. You have the, like, slow sip. Yep. Awesome. Anything you two do on your way to the uh, the meeting? I mean, other than a costume change, not that I can think of. Mm. At, at some point, uh, Blue Streak is going to say... Um, so here's the catch. I'm pretty sure Kiri is expecting Anais to show up at some point. I might have to eventually make myself seen. Oh, Kiri's gonna be there? I don't know, but she gave us these. She holds up the, uh, the envelope with the, or I think it's just the two invitations. Uh (laughs) Well, that, that does answer my next question, which was how are we getting in? Um, okay. Uh, so question, how are they getting there? Because Anis can't fly. Well, Blue Streak can't fly. Uh, probably a Getmobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining Shrike with the wings like folded up, trying to fit inside a Getmobile. <laughs> All right. So a uh, Getmobile pulls up. A uh, somewhat short man um, with brown hair and facial hair gets out and uh, opens the door, gestures for the two of you to get inside. It's like, hey, welcome. Where where are you two off to? Where are we off to? Uh, Anis is going to actually, like, give the invitation a look. Where are they off to? Ah, Junior Torchbearers Conference. Um, At the, hmm, where is this again? The Signal City Conference Center. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, so y- you two uh, junior torchbearers as well? <laughs> I feel like we get a moment of the two just them looking at each other. <laughs> no. No. Ah, so you're presenting. All right, and he uh, pulls into traffic and um, starts inching his way to the Signal City Conference Center. What's his name? Uh, Levy. So, uh, t- tell me about yourselves. Uh, are you just getting into heroing? Have you been doing this for a while? Oh, I've, uh, been doing this for a hot minute. Yeah, uh, same here. I'm, I'm not familiar with you two. Uh, tell me about yourselves. Um. My name's Blue Streak. Uh, I run a blog that advocates for the stripe perspective in superhero politics. Ah, sounds interesting. I uh, I have a bit of uh, online presence myself. I do um, online chess videos. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Keeps me busy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, y- yourself, and he's going to point at Shrike. I'm Shrike. I have wings. Awesome. That sounds like an interesting superpower. Well, they're not my wings. Uh, my friend made them for me. Mostly I'm just sort of fast and good at stuff. Uh, that sounded like a brag. Um, mm. You know what I mean. Hey, you have to know what you can do. Be honest with yourself. Well, I can fly. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's going to pull over to the side of the road and um, 
In front of you are the giant doors leading into the Signal City Conference Center. And there's a number of uh, what looks like elementary and middle schoolers uh, milling around. Many of them have parents with them or adults. Um, it looks to be fairly busy. I think Shrike actually double takes. Wow, we got here fast. Nice. Boss. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm good at what I do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Claire's doing the mental calculus of, did we just get a Gitmobile ride from a super-powered YouTube chess star? And if so, <laughs> what? Well, he's got tempo. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh. So, um, as you two get out of the car, um, what do you do? There's a number of people heading over to... Um, there's a few people checking tickets, um... Yeah, that seems like a good place to start then. Okay. Yeah, so, um, a, uh, middle-aged woman there checks your tickets and looks at the two of you and says, Oh, so, are you interested in being torchbearers? Welcome! <laughs> Ma'am, we're presenting here today. Oh, how exciting! Can I roll... So I have mild-mannered. When you try to use your civilian identity to deceive, trick, or slip past someone, roll plus one thing. Can I, like... Can I roll that with superior to, to, to use my superhero identity to try to deceive Trick or Slip past someone? This does seem like a pretty, like, ultimately, like, you are using, like, tickets and very mundane excuses to sneak past someone. This seems like it applies. But it's not her civilian identity. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the exact opposite of her you civilian identity. You know what? You identity. sold me on it specifically because you're using the uh, the stat that I nerfed earlier this session. Uh, <laughs> I'll actually know what my superior and my mundane are the same, so I'm realizing it doesn't make a lick of difference. Alright, well tell me how you uh, get past her and have her not, not ask too many questions. So I'm, I'm gonna roll this first mm -hmm. and, and we'll see how that goes. That's that's a ten total. Oh, okay. So on a hit, they buy my facade. I don't have to, and 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 no consequences. Yeah, I I think. How did she react to we're presenting here today? Um, she she's a little surprised. Um, and you definitely get the impression that she's um, kind of giving you like the the elevator eyes, trying to figure you out. She she's familiar with a lot of the. Uh, like top tier star heroes mm -hmm. and is not familiar with you two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Clara is going to channel as hard as she can the energy of Karen, and kind of kind of draw herself up. Yep, uh, Raven and Blue Bottle. We're uh, newer on the scene around here, but we've been asked to come in and talk to some of the younger torchbearers about what it looks like to be new heroes entering the scene in Signal City. Well, it's great to have you. Um, you you new torchbearers are really a, a great role model for for these young future heroes. She's being super patronizing. <laughs> Claire just tries to draw herself a, just a little bit higher. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Well, uh, on this way, and she's going to uh, gesture uh, where you see a sign saying a junior torchbearers conference, and it points inside a ballroom. I feel like as, as we walk off, Shrike just leans down. Did I lay it on too thick? <laughs> Little thick, but it worked. And that's what counts. <laughs> Sorry I named you after a type of fly. <laughs> you can just go with Blue Streak, you know. Oh, that's a good point. Secret identity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Claire, of all people, who should have figured that out. <laughs> ah, she's figuring it out. So uh, as you two enter the ballroom, there's uh, what looks like another teenage superhero 
is off to the side. She's uh, talking to a few of the young elementary school students. They look like second and third graders in there really excited to see her and one of them's like hey do we get to meet lady liberty and she's like uh oh uh, lady liberty will be uh presenting she's actually sponsoring this event um you know if you're extra good i might be able to get you a uh special one-on-one meeting with her oh man do we have comps at the moment oh yeah yeah. I feel like the whatever the next panel is, it actually has like a, a small like thermometer uh with uh. with Anise's face on it that, that is like just ticks up a notch past its lowest setting. Yep, yeah. Clara just o- overcomes full, fully internal to the helmet, just Oh, this is what's the word I'm looking for? Disgusting. Yep. If Lady Liberty's sponsoring this, ugh, get Get braced for the schmaltziest, one-dimensional thinking that you've ever heard. And those are, like, eight-year-olds. I swear, if I hear the name Sundancer, I might just lose it. And you know what? I might not disagree with you. Let's just... let's tread lightly. Yeah. Tread lightly and keep our ears open. Walk softly and carry big superpowers? Yeah. Yeah. So after um, after another minute or so, this teenage superhero um, waves goodbye to the young students that had been speaking with her, and she turns to see the two of you and waves and smiles. And she's she's wearing a um, bronze colored domino mask and uh, a bronze um, leotard with some black um, detailing on it and like a black uh rim star with red uh in in the uh, the middle wait let me see if i can guess i want to see if i can guess the (laughs) is is that the full is that the full portrait yes curly brown hair no i got nothing okay lay it on us she uh she waves to you too and says hi welcome um i'm liberty bell nice to meet you (laughs) and she's gonna hold out a hand to each of you I, I take it we get the, like, in the word bubble, the, like, elegant scroll work yes. on, on Liberty uh, Bell. And you see, like, a bell on, uh, like, two bells on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, like, is there, like, kind of a, a jagged, like, dark stripe down the middle of the suit? Yes. Nice. There, there wasn't before, there is now. <laughs> That's better than my vision for her. Liberty Bell. <laughs> so what do you do? She's reaching hand out. Yeah, Anais knows when to when to fight politeness with politeness. Uh, so I think she's going to reach out and and take the hand. Um, it's definitely a firm shake, though. Awesome. Firmer than you might think Anais was personally capable of. <laughs> it, she's channeling Blue Streak. Yeah. I personally have every faith in Anais's grip strength. Awesome. <laughs> in those tiny, cute little hands. <laughs> Liberty Bell just has this sweet smile on her face and is like, nice to meet you. And I'm sorry, uh, Blue Streak. Yeah. I'm not familiar with you. Oh, I'm, um, I've been around. I've been around the scene. You know, if you ask Curie Nuclear, she knows who I am. Oh, I love Curie. She, she's just such an inspiration. I, I, I wish I could be as well established as her. On the, like, well-established, you get the, like, thermometer, like, rises just a little bit more. I have always admired how she uses her position in the establishment to benefit young heroes and advocate for the voices of people who aren't usually heard. 
I agree. And your friend. Nice to meet you. And she extends a hand to you, Shrike. Shrike, um, I think that Clara, quote unquote, loses control of the talons just a tiny bit. <laughs> Not if they actually like, like touch her, but but just 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 receives the handshake with it with a slightly sharper looking hand than she might normally have. It's also a very firm handshake. Awesome. Yeah, she's gonna accept your handshake and. Um, just shake it vigorously. It's like, oh my gosh, Shrike, I heard about you. You, um, you saved the principal at Bayside High a few weeks ago. That was, that was really inspirational. Teenage superheroes able to do that all by themselves. Uh, I, I think we have another image of Anais's <laughs> thermometer going up just a little bit I, further. I think yep. that we, we also get Clara starting her own at this point. Mm-hmm. Actually, except I think for her, it's it's dropping. I, it's yeah, dropping I, towards icy. I think same thermometer faces on each side. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you get the, like... The Anais face now has like the pulsing like vein on forehead thing. The the Clara face just it has like turned a little bit icy blue. Yep, yep. It's just dropping a notch. Well, not on my own. I had the backup of my entire team. We're all very, very capable torchbearers, and we got a little help from Kiri as well, actually. Awesome. No, it's sorry, I I didn't mean it like that. I just, it's really exciting to see torchbearers doing things on their own. Um, see, I'm just a supporting hero, so. Uh, How I, old is she, did you say? Is she? She's like 16. She's like our age? She's about okay. your age. Oh, boy. How is Lady Liberty these days, anyway? Oh, she, there, there she is. And, um... Before you get much of a chance to react or compose yourself or even prepare yourself, uh, out of nowhere comes a, um, she's like 5'10", curly blonde hair. She's wearing um, kind of a sheath dress and uh, obviously like an aged copper kind of uh, green tint um, with a bit of a copper sheen on it. And she she walks over and smiles to each of you and is like, Hello, it's so good to have you here, Junior Torch Bears. I, I feel like this is like that. You get the big like full page panel and then across it just a few bars of like the like trend like a, a translucent take on the goggles with the like wide-eyed rage on Anais and just the knuckles doing the kirk sound effect as her fist clenches. You know, we have a long history of heroes defending and standing up for Signal City, and it's it's just, it, it's so good to see young people rising up to, to carry the torch. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I feel like Adriel will take a powerful blow from this. Like, <laughs> oh. uh, I, go ahead. I'm going to do something I'm bad at. Do it. I'm going to pierce the mask. Do it. I have minus two to that at the moment, so it, 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 it totals out to a minus one. Okay. And that's a six. Do you want to help? You have a floating team? We, we have, have a floating team. We have team. a flame. Yeah. Um, I just got to think about how how Anais is going to is going to help with this. You could just be kind of talking in her ear. Or if you want to provoke her slightly. Yeah. Um, Blue Streak is going to... Uh, like if if you could see through the respirator, it's like the the most like sharp toothed grin 
on, on her face, very similar to what, what Clara was flashing at not Susan earlier. The rictus. <laughs> the rictus. Um, she's going to say, well, you know, someone has to make sure that the superhero scene is going in the right direction. Oof. All right, so we're up to a seven. We are definitely up to a seven with that. Definitely oh uh, definitely probing at Lady Liberty's oh defenses boy. a little bit there. Yeah, so on a seven to nine, you get one question. I'm trying to decide between what are you really planning and how could I gain influence over you? Nice. Which one's tastier? They're both so juicy. <sighs> I, I feel like get, get insight into the motivations. Yeah. Start with the motivations, work our way up. Work on influence from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna ask what are what are you really planning? What's what's she really going for here? This is clearly not just some like, this is clearly a little bit more than just informing the Signal City youth about all the good work we do. Okay, so Lady Liberty is both really straightforward and kind of underhanded at at the same time. She, uh-huh. I mean, obviously she's trying to influence the Signal City's youth. The bottom line with her is she, um, she's never liked the split with the Stars and Stripes. And she's always felt that the Stripes are leading the city in the wrong direction, in large part because they're, uh, they're not regulated. There's nobody in charge. You have, like... Uh, like it, it, it's kind of like the uh, democracy versus republic uh, kind of uh-huh. thing of like uh-huh. uh, nobody actually wants a democracy. It's a hundred people asking for a hundred things versus you should just uh, have your leaders who who know what's best for you. That that's very much Lady Liberty's um, perspective on the world. Hi, hi, Dear you- listeners, I wish you could see the look on Andy's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you doing, Anais? <laughs> the, the, the temperature goes up a little bit further. Uh-huh. Anais isn't even sure why, but it just does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, she genuinely wants to influence the young people to make sure that people are being led in the right direction. Or what she thinks is the right direction. The right direction. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Uh-huh. I gotta say, this isn't Anais out loud, but I've, I've gotta say, this is her just, just clawing her way through my gray matter. Oh good, the worst kind of star, the ones who can convince themselves that their ulterior motives are actually, you know, benefits, and just fringe things, and no, that's not entirely what they're doing. <laughs> oh good. Okay. So, so, so the, the core thing here is, yes, this is just as much indoctr- indoctrination as we think it is, and she knows it. 100%. Oh, lovely. Hmm. So she's, um, after she piles on the praise for these these young, excited people that are, are going to be contributing to our city, she's going to turn to Liberty Bell and say, um, Liberty Bell, question, uh, you haven't seen Rushmore yet today, have you? Rushmore! And uh, Liberty Bell's going to be like, oh. no, um, I think... I think I caught him earlier saying he was going to be heading to the Constellation Club. Um, why? Well, we can't have that, uh, Lady Liberty says. He, he's our first speaker on today. After I do the introductions, you're going to have to, uh, to, to, to rush over there and get him. To rush? <laughs> yeah. Rushmore running late? That's kind of ironic, isn't it? <clears throat> Indeed. Um... Maybe your your two new friends here can help you get Rushmore. 
I think it'd be a great opportunity for you to shadow one of oh. our our finest young uh, sidekicks here in, <gasps> in Signal City. Oh, oh my goodness! <gasps> I, I think on uh, on that you actually get the like bristling outline. You know how they do that with the like. Yeah. Yeah. And on ease of note, when Lady Liberty says sidekick, um, Liberty Bell definitely has this kind of like a glimpse of a kicked puppy look in her eyes. <gasps> oh, I oh, I need to show that my my heart rate elevated like thirty percent. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. I think, it, 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 does it look like people are kind of turning to go in opposite directions at this point? Yeah, at this point, Lady Liberty, like, uh, does one of those finger-waggling waves and says, well, uh, hurry back, or don't worry, as long as he hurries back, that's all that's important. Um, oh! <laughs> I think you get, like, a panel of literally, like, Anise's heel scooting just a little bit in the clearly, like, digging-in way as she says, Lady Liberty... You are aware that the word sidekick is outdated and harmful language that was phased out to ensure equality of the younger generations of superheroes, right? Oh, thank you for, for correcting me there. I, I wouldn't want um, to belittle anyone who's doing such good work for this city. Um, anyways, now thank you to our supporting heroes. And she's going to wave and walk off mm. toward the podium. Uh, I think as she takes a step, Ani's actually going to take, or Blue Streak's going to take one more step forward and say, I'm sure you wouldn't. Because I'm sure anyone here knows that just because us heroes are younger doesn't mean we are in any way less capable or less up to the challenge than anyone from the Silver Age. And I'm going to roll Ice Cold. What? Okay, tell, tell me what Ice Cold is. Uh, when you shut someone down, roll plus superior. Okay. Oh, boy. That is a seven. Uh, so on a on a seven through nine, choose one. Either uh, hmm, either we each confl- uh, inflict a condition on the other, or we both lose influence over each other. I think... Blue Streak is making it pretty clear where she stands with uh, with uh, Lady Liberty. I'm going to say uh, they both lose influence over each other. All right. Yeah, Lady Liberty is definitely going to turn around slowly and uh, raise an eyebrow. Um, and she doesn't respond. She simply turns back around slowly and walks rather stiffly off to the podium. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Can I comfort and support Liberty Bell? I can't believe I'm saying this, but... Uh, absolutely, yeah. She she definitely has one of those forced smiles on her face that only goes up to her nose right now. Mm. Um, mm. Well, I'm going to have to go get Rushmore. You want to join me? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, don't really want to be hanging around here too much longer anyway. Let's go. I'm going to I'm gonna roll this and then, and then okay. we'll see what happens. That's a six. I've got minus two to that, so that makes that a five. But if I can parlay this with the mask and uh, affirm either my heroic or secret identity, I can switch my danger in and make that just a seven. Okay. Cleric kind of falls into step with with Liberty Bell as we're like, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining we're just like leaving. Are, are we leaving 
the the convention center or the, the conference center, or are we just going somewhere else inside here? So um, the conference center is across the street from a hotel, and they're connected via ah. Sky Bridge. Yeah, um, it's one of those. And so she's leading you up a staircase and over the Sky Bridge as you go, and you can um, see on the far end and, like, beautiful glittering um sign you you see the constellation club written out um see you can tell where you're going Mm -hmm. so as we're walking across the sky bridge shrek kind of looks around sees if anyone else other than blue streak is right here and uh, seeing no one for a bit says man i i remember when i was starting out and i kind of felt like i mean who is who's going to really take a hero like me seriously right i mean i was basically running around and a jumpsuit and a ski mask. And then, you know, I, I met some other heroes who took me seriously for what I could do and, and for what I could bring to the city. That that helped, you know? It, it's important to, to find people who can see you for what you can really do, not for what you can do for them. I, I hope you get that. So that's that's a seven if you let me use the mask. I will let you use the mask, absolutely. Um... So on a comforter support, yeah, uh, as an NPC, really the only thing to do is clear a condition. So she's um, she's been kind of walking briskly, eyes forward, um, p- putting on that like standard dancer smile that's like really big and dimply, but definitely mm-hmm. ending on her nose. Um, and when when you say that, she definitely has a pause in her step and. She stops midway over the sky bridge and turns to look at you and says, that's good to hear. Um, no, I, I joined the torchbearers so I could, um, so I could do something. I mean, I, I don't know how people like you are able to do the superheroing all, all on your own with no resources and no support. It's hard and you scrap and scrape by. I mean, the Torchbearers is, is a great program. It would be better still if you weren't signing your identity onto the back of a certain political ideology to get the help you needed. And I think until we get to a place that everyone has the resources and the help they need, there are going to be problems, but fact is, it does help. And frankly, it's not everything. With or without their resources, we get by on who we are. Yeah, she she nods quickly. Uh, you can tell she has a lump in her throat and doesn't respond um, immediately, but she does eventually say, thanks, we we really should hurry. I don't want to let Lady Liberty down. And she's going to rush off toward the Constellation Club. I think as she's rushing off, Shrek just turns to, to Blue Streak. Like, Lady Liberty's really going to notice one way or the other. I think she'll notice the lateness. Yeah. Yeah. We should go. We should go. We should go. <sighs> oh. Give, it, give it the fact that I'm still, like vibrating. Uh, Unless is going to mark angry. (laughs) I already have angry marked because double mark angry. (laughs) I I will will take minus four to comfort support or pierce the mask. (laughs) (sighs) Extra angle. How we doing today? (laughs) So good. Great! (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
once she gets to the end of the sky bridge, um, she uh, as she's gonna pause and she sees something down the hallway. And when you catch up, um, you see that there's um, it, it looks like there is a bit of a scuffle at the far end of the hall, and she's looking at that and looking at the Constellation Club and. You can definitely tell she has a conflicted look on her face of um, what she should be doing right now. Um, and I think we're going to end on that conflicted look and see what our heroes do oh. as we come back in volume two. Oh boy. For now, let's go get ice cream. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Reroll Play. This episode you heard us play Masks, A New Generation, created by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. I'm Marie, your showrunning GM, and our sound editing is done by Andy. The music you're hearing is the epic orchestral superhero trailer by Neil Murray Music. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Podcast, or on Twitter at Signal City for regular updates as our adventures continue. If you'd like to help us make our show even better, please consider supporting us on Patreon. A link to our page can be found in the description. We'd like to thank all our patrons for their generous support, but we'd like to make special mention of our paragons of Signal City, Caitlin, Cass Weld, and our anonymous benefactor. With that, we're officially off to get our just desserts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode. <laughs>